Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing another anniversary review, this time for its 25th anniversary, Tremors. And I am Peter. And I'm Mariano. And uh, we're back. This is, is this the first episode of the, the new year for us together? I, I think, think it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty so, sure it is, man. We've taken a couple of weeks off. I mean, we're doing other things uh, for those that are, you know, if you like the part where we talk about like the number one uh, song at the time of the release and, and all that stuff. Recently, we started a new venture on um, on another podcast that's part of the Core 10 Parts Network, Music in My Brain, where uh, we're doing, well, it's called Billboard and Deep Cuts. It's the segment we're doing and we're taking... Uh, each episode is a year from the 90s. We started with 1990, and we're just talking about the top 10 number one singles and some other songs that we enjoy. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, Music Ink My Brain is a podcast. Yep, that's a lot, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I mean, if you, if you don't get enough dad jokes, <laughs> you're covered. Yeah. Okay, you're covered. If you like us, also, there's more of us there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're covered there too. You're exactly. pretty much covered. Just go check it out. Yeah. Uh yeah, we're we're busy doing other things. We're busy watching championship caliber football uh, uh games. Some of us, you sure. Of the NFL type <laughs> that uh, you know, where your favorite, you know, my favorite team moved on to the next round. Good Dom- for you. You know. Yeah, no, good for me. I know. I feel like my energy is what helped them propel them to the next level but let's keep it moving <laughs> that, that that could be you know i i could throw some shade where where all this energy is coming from because there's some lacking in oh. other parts of sports perhaps yeah right yeah oh, oh no oh it's I, definitely I got lacking nothing. in some other sports I, I have no energy for anything I'm, I'm putting it all into my podcast oh man yeah i know it's 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 kind of sad but it's okay i mean you know it happens look i'm i'm in uh, you know, I live in Milwaukee, but I'm a Warriors fan, so the Warriors aren't going anywhere. I'm, I'm going okay. Let's just go for the lottery pick, so we can like be dominant next year. Um, <laughs> but I'm watching the Bucks. I'm watching the Bucks right now. Oh no, we're like freaking. You know, the Bucks fans out here are like loving it because oh they, sure. Uh, unless something goes off the fucking rails, they they should be in the in the in the Eastern Finals. They should be representing the East basically in the finals. Yeah, yeah. If, I, you know, I mean, you know, but you never know with that, right? I mean, they have the best record in the league right now. I when you said right now, I didn't know if you're actually watching a game right now. But you you're talking oh, about no, in no. general right now. But um, I mean, they, in general, yeah, they I mean, they slaughtered my Blazers last night, who are also not doing well. But they they've never been going anywhere. So I mean, right. I, I was like, this is the year where we don't get swept by the Warriors. But no, we're all injured as well. Like uh, at oh. least six of our rotation guys are all injured. That just happens sometimes, man. It's fucking yeah. crazy. It's uh, really bad. I, I, yeah, I did see that final score in the Bucks uh, and <laughs> the Blazers, and I was like, Ugh. I felt for you, man. I felt a little bit. Sure. Yeah. But you know, I mean, <laughs> I was I was busy watching the 49ers uh, pretty much um, embarrass the Vikings. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, the Minnesota oh, Vikings. And we'll see. Oh, Lizzo. Yeah, that curse Minnesota. On <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's enough sports talk. Um, I'm sure yep. you guys, somebody out there liked it. Uh, all right, so I mentioned, uh, you know, the song and, and movies that we do on the show. So the number one song at the time of Tremor's release uh, was How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton. Tell me how am I supposed to live without you? 
I'm not a Michael Bolton fan. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't even say I am even a person who likes Michael Bolton music. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say. All right. Um, I did, though, watch him on This Week Tonight with John Oliver as they did like a... He does this like final like monologue thing and they had Michael Bolton sing a song like with different lyrics just to kind of as a joke. And that was funny. Okay. That's what I got hey. for you. That's what I got for you. Now, are, are you a fan of the Michael Bolton from Office Space? You know, because there's Michael Bolton in that Because they're like, oh, like the oh singer. God. You remember that? <laughs> oh, my God. Barely, now that you're saying it, I do remember that. Oh, I got to watch. I got to watch Office Space again. I haven't seen that in so long. But it, I remember really liking that movie. So, yeah, it's been a long time for me. Um, I feel like it is Michael Bolton. I, I remember seeing like a, this clip on YouTube where um, it's, it's kind of a prank and it takes place at like a, a convenience store. And then there'll be like a, you know, a, a woman walking down the aisle, whatever. And then he'll come out of nowhere and just start serenading for no reason. And, you know, and you got like oh, all geez. these hidden cameras trying to get her reaction. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. But see, I'll have to find that's out. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's some funny stuff, right? But that's as far as I go. I, okay. I, I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, you know what I'm in the mood for right now? Hey, Spotify. Hey, Siri, why don't you put some Michael Bolton on? Yeah. <laughs> if I do that, Siri would be like, what? She'll <laughs> I, 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 be like, are you sure you want that? <laughs> uh, please repeat. Like, you sure Can you don't I mean compute? My... Yeah, right. Exactly. Siri would like start like uh, freaking out. But no, not, not for me. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, some of the other movies that came out around the time of this movie's release as well, uh, Everybody Wins. Uh, it's, uh, it's some kind of mystery thriller with Deborah Winger and Nick Nolte. That sounds interesting. And also Brain Dead with Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. That looks creepy. I don't I don't know any of those movies. Holy cow. I guess Tremors it is. Tremors. Uh, there's a movie called Streets. That stars Christina Applegate. Never heard of that one either, but I know her. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know her too. The babysitter's dead. Yes, yes. Now, we've actually, or you've mentioned to me that January is typically not a good month for movies. Not a good month. Yeah. It's not, yes, yeah, I mean, it's it's usually, I think it's usually because it's past like the, the like Oscar bait stuff, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to throw all these like great performances at you. They usually kind of do a bunch of stuff in December. And I think once January and February, like early February hits, it's like, I think February the whole month. People are like, yeah, they just dump whatever craps out there. Like the only, I think the main exception, the biggest exception would be when Black Panther came out. Okay. Because April. that just shattered, that's why it shattered all kinds of records. No, that was February, dude. Was it? I oh, think February. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty no, sure it was February. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was like, right. that's the reason. It's like going, February is a terrible month to release Black a movie. History but month they're like, yeah, we're Marvel. Yeah, they're like, we're Marvel. We don't give a fuck. It's still going to be like the best fucking like grossing movie at the time or whatever. <laughs> and it was. So there yeah. you go. And it kind of gave people an excuse to go to the movies in, in February because. There's really nothing out at that point. I mean, what uh, what better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than to go watch Black Panther? Exactly, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, all yeah. right, you can take your you can take your date and say, look, uh, Michael B. Jordan takes off his shirt. That's all you need to know. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, yeah. That's a. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll leave it at that. I like me some Michael B. Jordan. All right. So Tremors, 1990. This movie came out, uh, directed by Ron Underwood. Uh, stars Kevin Bacon, uh, who returns to Podstalgic. We also re- re- uh, previously covered him uh, in uh, damn it, Footloose. What's that? Footloose. I almost Footloose. flashed dance. Yes. <laughs> you know, the other dancing <laughs> oh movie with F. Yeah, Footloose. Right. Oof. Right. Um, Michael Gross, who is in like all six movies, and Reba McIntyre. I kind of forgot that she was in this movie too, playing uh, Michael Gross's wife. 
yeah, me too. I forgot that she was in this. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's Reba McIntyre. And then you, you can't mistake that voice. No. Or, no, no, you no. know, or her, you know, so it's like, she was good in this. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked her. I mean, it's always like her and Dolly Parton, right? You know, that's a, a country right. star uh, playing uh, or uh, in, in movies. Uh, do you have any history with this movie at all? Yes, I saw this. Now, I'm trying to think. No, I didn't see it in the film, in the movies, but we did rent it. Like a group of us, high school age kids, rented it and watched it like one Friday night or something. You know, like, you know, just have like a movie night and a bunch of friends together and, and you know, make a bunch of popcorn and whatever. And, and we I remember that. So that's my history with it. And I remember liking it when yeah. we watched it back then. Yeah, I remember liking it too. Uh, I don't recall renting this a lot. Now, this is a little bit of a maybe light Mandela effect, but I, I kind of misremembered. Uh, I thought it was rated R, but doing a little bit of research, it actually looks like it's PG-13. And what yeah. happened was there, there was there was a lot more um, more language. And I don't know if you noticed, but we both watched this on Netflix. And there were many times where you're like, oh, OK, you can see that uh, a certain bad word was dubbed over. And uh, yes. apparently the filmmakers, to make it more accessible to like a, a wider audience, they went back and redubbed some of those bad words. So instead of motherfucker, you got mother humper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like what? Yes. Yeah, kind of weird. Yes, I believe Michael Gross's character said that, right? Uh, yes, and then and then Kevin Bacon repeats it. Yeah, yeah, and they have one fuck. Yes. in the whole movie. You you can when, do that with PG thirteen. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. You yeah, can do we, one right. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> remembers actually, that, that part. Like, that was pretty fucking funny. Though, it was by the good. Way. That was, they had to keep that fuck. That's like if you're gonna keep any fuck in that movie, that's the that's one. Gonna be the one. That's the yeah, one. Right. Absolutely. The way he does it is delivered. Yeah. He it's delivered good. it so it was hilarious. That shit, I was cracking up, going, "What? Who? Do, what? Yeah. Who does that?" That's pretty funny. It's um, I mean, this came out January nineteen ninety. It, it's it's pretty. I, I I do feel like it is at the tail end of the eighties for sure. Like some of the dialogue. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, yeah, for you, sure. You you definitely get that that feel. So so that is interesting, and I think the reason I thought it was rated R was well, it, it is kind of light horror, right? I mean, it's almost like yeah, it, it's a monster flick basically, and um, I think I watched this mostly on USA. Like I, I feel this was on USA all the time, and on network TV, it was always um uh, edited down. So those mother humpers and and suckers instead of fucker, like I always thought, like oh, this must be rated R because of the language. But no, it was right. just edited down already to, uh, you know, when it was released in theater. That's so funny because cause it, it is totally like a dub. Like, that's what you see on, like, basic cable. Right, you're like, exactly. You're right. Instead of, <laughs> instead of assholes, airheads. You know, you're like, and then you're like, you ever <laughs> like, see that, dude? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, just something forget way you, off. Forget airhead. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Those are pretty good. Anyway. I remember those stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so rewatching this, what, uh, what, what did you think of the movie? Rewatching it, did it hold up for you? I think it held up for what it is. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's a monster. You're right, it's a monster movie. It's fun. It's got some like, some uh, like, thrilling effects, right? Like, yeah. Like when they're you know running through the rocks and that kind of shit, and the fact that the monster's pretty fast on the ground and all that, that shit still has some pretty good beats. You know, yeah. you still have the whole like, oh shit, I'm, I already know what happened, but I'm like, you know, for the most part, but I'm like, oh, crap. This monster's gonna get him, but you could tell you know who's gonna fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, when they were all on the roofs, I'm like, oh, that dude's gonna get it. I don't think a tire iron's gonna be enough. I mean, a tire uh, uh, 
a uh, spare tire on the ground is going to be enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was. I think it still held up pretty good for what it is. You know, still a 1990 movie. You're not going to fucking mistake that for any. You know, anything more than that. But the monster aspect of it is good. Um, I think some of the writing, of course, is dated. Oh sure. You know, like you were saying, you're saying obviously some of the stuff. Um, I did like uh, Kevin Bacon's uh, rapport with um, Fred Ward. Yeah, yeah. You know, Val like, and Earl. They had this kind of. Yeah, they kind of had this, I don't even say country because I'm in the desert, but whatever, you know, like friendship, I have no idea how the fuck they became friends and were like basically odd jobs, like yeah, doing yeah. all kinds of, sh- you know, shit, shit, literal shit work. You know what I mean? So right, I was like, right. I don't know. It was like, just, like, how are you I guys partners? You know, it's V and E, right? It's, it's on their truck. Right. But, but you guys are always like kind of at each other's throat sometimes. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it is an interesting and there's obviously dynamic. An H, yeah. There's an and there's an age difference there too. So how did you guys become friends? You know what I mean? How did this happen? Not saying that it's not impossible. I'm just I'm not possible. But I'm like, this is it was just an interesting. So I thought their report was good. I thought, um, you know, just like the local. Like first of all, I have no idea why anybody want to live in this place. But whatevs. Right. Um, it, well, it's called it's perfection. Like, perfection, Nevada. Yeah. It's, it's like in the middle of nowhere, dude. Like it's literally. You know what's funny? There's a part in the right at the end of the film where they have that overlook. And as the you know, like where the where the monster like basically like dives out of the fucking cliff, right? Uh huh. Have you seen Have you seen the valley on the other side? It's fucking green. There's green everywhere, and I'm like, why the fuck are you in this dirt fucking town? And that valley on the other side of the of the cliff is like green, dude. Like I'm like, why? Who does that? I'm well, just, I'm, those are the things that go through my head. It was, it was filmed in California. Okay, I feel, <laughs> it looked, I was telling Allegra was saying, because Allegra, uh, my wife, she grew up in the high desert. So I'm like, that's probably like where you grew up. Because <laughs> she she grew up in like um, uh, Palmdale, Lancaster. This, these places are like, you know, bumfuck towns that are like, anyway, it, it's, uh, it's just like, yeah, it kind of looks like that, you know. But anyway, but what I'm just saying, like, if you're in that, if you're in perfection and you look over this like overlook and see all this greener, you're like, why are we living in perfection? It's like, do you see the guy that was farming? What was he farming? It was like <laughs> dirt dirt rocks, dude. Yeah. How are you farming here? He's breeding I, rocks. I was very confused. <laughs> very confused, <laughs> <Right>. dude. <laughs> and, you know, uh, again, you know, it um it, it's a it's it's a different time, right? So but but I, I get it. You know, there, there's people out there and it is interesting that you got uh the the gummers, you know, Mike, Michael Gross and and Reba uh living out there with all that ammunition. Like what, what are you guys doing out there with all that, you know? Um, They're survivalists, dude. They're survivalists, dude. I there's guess a lot. So. There's a lot of ammunition, yeah. That's a there's lot. A, yo, it's a What did he say? How many years? 5 years of food and water and uh, like he those he was ready. He's a prepper, dude. He was ready for the end of the world. He was he ready was. for everything but giant worms. Right. <laughs> he was right. not ready for giant worms. Nobody was ready for that. Now, um I, I I don't know if you heard me say it, but Michael Gross is in all six movies, Tremor movies. I, I First of all, there's six of them. Yes. They're all on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They're all on Netflix. Oh, are they all on Netflix? Right? Okay. I might Yeah, man. I might watch in them fact, all. <laughs> in fact, I found it while looking up tremors, you know, in the search, searching yeah. for tremors, right? And it they straight up said tremor movies. It didn't even say like oh, tremors. Wow. It was like tremor. It has its own, uh, its that? own genre, I, or not genre, but it has its own like uh, I guess subgenre or whatever. It was like looking at the tremor category. movies, right? Right. <laughs> Thank you, category. God, English is hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I was like tremor movies, um, and then I, when I hit that, it's all six of them pop up. I'm like. There's six of them, and I did not know Michael Gross was in all of them. I I knew he was in you know at what? least a couple. Yeah, 
I, I will say that here's a connection to Michael. Um, I was gonna say my, <laughs> I was gonna say Michael Bolton, but it's not Michael Bolton. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. <laughs> right, right. Sure. You know his dad and family ties. I was like, look, Allegra has family ties. Dad. Oh, that's what you were going with. Am I right? With that? Okay, yes. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm right, right? Because you're looking at me like I'm I like, oh you. shit, am I wrong? Now, now, Did speaking totally of speaking fuck, of back to the future, fuck up my eighties. Principal photography took place around Lone Pine, California. Huh? Lone Pine. So, uh, there you go. That's from the movie. Not, not. Okay, <laughs> Back to the Future. Not. Oh God. <laughs> hey, you opened up this uh, this Pandora box. I did. Of hey, it's my fault. Look, man, <laughs> it's tremors, you guys. Okay. I mean, there's we we ain't, we ain't got a lot. I mean, the, it's pretty straightforward, right? Pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a matter of, in order for a movie like this to work, you gotta have good rapport among the characters, right? Yeah. You have a monster chasing them, basically. So you can't, you know, if you have a decent enough, you don't have to go, you don't have to be Oscar worthy or whatever, but you gotta, you gotta have enough, a good enough rapport with the main characters. And so that's why I think the Fred Ward um, and uh, Kevin Bacon characters were like, you know, they had a good, they had a good chemistry. So I like that, you know, and the little like odd town folks or whatever, they have, again, the rapport with them and all that. That's, so that gives it a little sum sum, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. I, I love the setup. Like this, it's actually uh, dialogue aside. This is actually pretty well written. Um, a couple of the the, the writers uh, he, here's some of the other movies that that they've done. Um, Batteries not included. Short Circuit one and two. Uh, Heart and Souls, which I've reviewed on this podcast, and I've you know suggested that you check it out. That's the one with Robert Downey Jr. and the and, and the Four Spirits. So these are movies that I like and grew up with. And I can't tell that these are the same writers, but, you know, I'm looking at some of their uh, past work. And I'm like, OK, I like those movies. So and, and I like this one. I thought it was pretty good. Um, there's some pretty good foreshadowing, you know, like the little girl on the pogo stick. You know, that comes back yep. later and you're like, oh, damn, yep. the little girl on the pogo stick. You know, she's wearing the uh, the Walkman and, and so she can't hear anything. Right. Um, Melvin, I like his character, you know, the, 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 the little shit of okay. the town. <laughs> Okay, dude. All right. Melvin is obviously underage. What the fuck is a parent? That was the Where mystery of the movie parents? to me. That's a bigger mystery than the, the giant worms coming out of the fucking ground. What the fuck is parents at? Because he looked like he's, what, 15, 16? Yeah. Ma- uh, Max 16? 14, maybe, even, you know? Four, right, exactly. He could be 14. By the way, that kid, that actor, uh-huh. he was all up and down the 80s, dude, in all kinds of fucking TV shows and shit. He's I got remember that, that kid's face. face. He, he's got that face, but um, this time watching it again, I don't I don't know if I... I, I guess... Okay. I recognize that kid from, like, all kinds of different TV... Mostly TV shows. And I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid, so I'm like, I could swear, like, his face looks so familiar. I'm like, he, he was in, like, a bunch of shit. Yeah, you're right. I, sure. I I pulled it up and um, he's in everything. Who's the boss? Different Strokes, uh, yep. Murder She Wrote, A Team, Cagney Lacey, Wonder Years, uh, Texas Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, so I, you're right. I guess maybe it is the same kid you're talking about. Um, I love the part where uh, Bert, who's played by Michael Gross, uh, like hands him the gun and he's got that look. Yes! Like, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And then there, there's there's no <laughs> there's no um bullets in it later. Oh, there's, that was so funny. I thought that was that was hilarious. That was actually a very good setup. Yeah. That was a very good setup for like a joke, right? Right, right. And that's the thing too. There's a there's some pretty decent humor. And I think you're right, Peter. The the writing you know, again, it's gonna be dated just because it is nineteen ninety and mm-hmm. again it's like the end of the eighties, and so you're getting a little bit of that, right? So but the writing as far as like making it a, a monster movie, it was fine. It was 
it was really it was good again you had good suspenseful beats you had um yeah. like the action right yeah. i understand that the special effects aren't the greatest because you know what do you i don't know what the budget was like and also what do you have at that point 11 million but, yeah okay, 11 so million. i mean you can only do so much right mm-hmm. uh, but i will say that the scene where um michael gross and reba mcintyre are in their basement and of course you get the whole miscommunication like when they're telling them no they're underground the creatures are underground they're like what and then and she's making all this racket. What the fuck was she making a bomb? What the fuck was she doing in there? Yeah, like, you know I, I, mean? like, I don't know what that is, but they, I always remember that that moment too. Like, what what are they doing with that can? And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like you know the paint. You know, go to the paint store and they have the yeah. mixture paint. Right, right, right. It could, but but she had a bunch of other crap in there, so I don't know what she was doing. Like, I'm, I'm sure no it's kind of prepping for some bombs. Sure, no idea. But anyway, so you have that that scene, and you know, in the basement getting breached and all that, and the elephant gun. I mean. That was pretty fucking good. Do you know what I mean? That was yeah. a pretty good, like, like was it considered horror? I don't know if we consider it horror, but I guess it's horror kind light, of genre. You know, I mean, Monster Possibly, Movie yeah. is, is, I would consider like a subgenre of horror. Absolutely. Okay. Um, they, okay. they absolutely could. I, I don't think this needs a remake. I mean, when you got five sequels, you know, I mean, they're still pumping these out. I am interested in some <laughs> of them, including part four, which is actually a prequel. Where Michael Gross plays oh. his great granddaddy, <laughs> his old great grandfather. Oh my! God. <laughs> They're like, well, we need to get him back. Oh my god! Um, the 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 only thing that has me interested, aside from like Michael Gross being like the the continuity, is also the the um, the directors are like the writers as well. Like one directed two of them, the other directed another two of them, and then they had somebody else oh, okay. direct. You know, so so they got some continuity there. So that's something. Yeah. To, and I think each one, they introduce, like, a new type of tremor, too, which is, like, that's fine, you know, because you, you are kind of wondering, like, well, what are they going to do with the sequels? Well, introduce a new tremor. And, and I don't I don't mind that, you know. I So I am kind of mildly interested in watching the rest of them. Right. No, I I uh, I didn't know that. So that's interesting. Continuity-wise, yeah. I mean, if they figure they have a story to tell, there you go. You have yeah. five different chances to tell your story. <laughs> Absolutely. I like this movie, man. I, I like... I like even like the whole ending of it, you know how they got how they got the tremors, you right. know how they took care of them basically, yeah. and uh, you know I'm I'm bummed out for the store owner, like that's the that's the law that's the death that I was like, man, yeah, that, that's a pretty why good the store owner character. gotta get killed for, dude, that ain't right. That's right. like Walt, Walter. Peter, that was a diversity hire, bro. It was. Come well, on. Speaking of diversity, you also got Miguel in here too. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's true. Very yeah, very diverse that's the other cast diversity for a small town. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and uh oh, and Fred Ward is uh part Native American, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We just okay. found that. We just found that out last night. I forget oh, what very nice. shit. Allegra find out what people's were, but I can't remember now. I like um, Fred Ward. Um, I was me too. He was, he was in uh, he was in Escape from Alcatraz, which is very much like Shawshank Redemption. Um, he's in there with Clint Eastwood. Good movie. So I, I recommend that's a good that. movie. Yeah, I, I I can't think of. I I remember watching uh, Tremors Part Two as well on USA. I, I can't rem- mm-hmm. I don't remember anything from it, but I also remember like kind of watching that like oh here's part two. There's no Kevin Bacon, but Fred Ward returns, you know. And, oh, okay. and the idea for that one is, um, you know, they uh they got money I guess at the uh, after the events of part one, and uh, Val and the um uh, Rhonda they 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 take off, you know, they hook them, they take off, and Earl is hired to come somewhere to take care of these tremors and that's where he finds out that you know they have evolved and um he's like spent all his money on whatever the hell and that's why he's back because he right. needs the money 
So it's like, okay, well, that's a right. good idea. That actually tracks, dude. Yeah, it tracks. I, I think sense. he would spend his money on some bullshit and like be like, oh shit, I'm broke now. Let yeah. me go. Let me go fight some more tremors. See, so that's I like not bad. That. Like just that's just reading like the, the little plots of each one, I go, okay, I can see that. It's not a it's not a stretch. Yeah. Uh, but I I I forget which one, but one of them kind of does sound like it was it was like the same thing, but um, you know, like with different people. So I am curious to see like how much of that it just might be a remake of, of the first movie. Um, right. I, I think for me, like I do, I, I had fun watching the entire thing. I think there's a bit of a, a tonal shift once we are introduced to the actual graboids. And, and that's not a bad thing at all. Like the, like the setup and building the, uh, the suspense before we actually see the tentacles or anything like that. Like the old man up in the, uh, the light pole, right? Who died of de- right. dehydration. Right. You're like, Oh shit. What is scary enough that the man is up there with a rifle? It died from dehydration. Would not come down. That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. um, the 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 farmer with the with the sheep. You know, like you find yep. his face yep. buried in the ground. You're like, that was pretty good. So so you're like, uh, hindsight. We're like, obviously he was pulled underneath, and then at some point he just got stuck there. But right, I don't know, to somebody else they might be like, damn, serial killer on the loose, and they're burying people. It, it's kind of crazy. Right. So things that you've never really seen before. With that. With that. With what you just said, there's also the whole thing with the construction guys out on the road. Yeah. Because they obviously, when you look at it, you know, afterwards, you see, oh, wait, the dude was drilling and he hit the fucking, oh, right, the, right, the right. graboid. It, it bled. And then he, he just dragged his ass all the way up the hill. That's kind of like, that's a cool scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a cool, like, um, you say suspense. Did you say suspense? Because that's the word I was looking for that I couldn't find. Yeah. Did you say suspense? I think so. <laughs> I think you did. So building up the suspense for like certain scenes, you know, yeah, like yeah. like you're, you know, like you're right. The old man, the farmer, the, the farmer who's farming rocks. The, the couple that was the couple, camping. By the way, Ooh. classic. Wow. Classic. Classic. And the headlight. You the, don't do. Uh, yeah. You, you don't see that You anymore. don't do that shit in any horror slash monster movie. When somebody tells you. Let's get the fuck out of here. You get the fuck out of there. You're not going to, oh, well, that's interesting. Let me investigate. Nah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Dude, classic, it's, it's right? It's a bit of a trope. I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude. You need that, though. You need Your those. wife is saying, let's get the fuck, what, let's get in the car and go. No, you have to investigate. All right. Look what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I almost don't want to say too much more about this movie because um, I think people just need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, I'd be interested to to know, like, if anybody out there, you know, like, you always tweet at us, like, if you watch it again, because, again, it's 1990, it is a monster movie, but I don't know, man, I want to know what people think. Yeah. I'm with you, Peter. Like, there's, there's like, there's a lot of, um, you're right, there's certain, like, that's a trope that I just mentioned, but there's certain things that are kind of, like, are classic, like, monster movie type, you know, maybe you want to throw the word trope again. But not necessarily done b- poorly. They're done really well to me, you know, watching that going like, this is pretty good, man. So overall, I like this movie, man. Yeah, I, I really did too. I, I remembered liking it. And I know we've said this many times. We're like, oh, I remember liking it, but not so good for the review. I had a fun time watching it. And I don't know if mm-hmm. it was because we were uh, a little bit, um, I don't know if jaded or tainted is, is the better word. But uh, the Dumb and Dumber, I'm like, oh. Man, we were really shitting on a movie I love. I know, uh, right? I know, right? So, so I don't know <laughs> if I was trying to like not be so critical of this. And I know we mentioned like the the, the dialogue, but this movie was just done really well. 
Um, and I'm just pulling up the, the the scores online right now. IMDb, 7.1 out of 10. That's pretty good. That's above average. Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. um, it's it's ripe at 85%. Dude. That's that's huge. I'm, I'm with the seven. Yeah, that's a big deal. I, I, I And I'm not mad at either one of those scores. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not like... I'm not going to contest any of that. Uh, I will say that, I mean, besides the like kind of dated, the dated dialogue, the kind of forced romance, which is not necessarily like pushed throughout. Not it's necessarily. Like, there's, eh. there's little sprinkles throughout the, yeah. They don't yeah, hook up immediately. Little sprinkles. So. And then at, the, then at the very end, you're like, okay, I guess. And, you know, there's certain, certain things that are like, you know, obviously 1990. You know what I mean? But other than that, and to be honest, Peter, when you look at this movie just from kind of the way the town is laid out, where it is, how people are like dressed or how their their mannerisms are. It could have been really this there's a whole block of time this could have been filmed in, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could oh, yeah. say this was the 60s, you could say this was the 80s, you could say this was 90s, you know what I mean? Maybe up until like the internet shows up, maybe you're like, "Ah, it's pre obviously pre-internet." But I'm just saying like it looks like it could be a whole block of time where this movie could have could have happened. Oh know? yeah, that that's the one thing I love about it. And I don't know how often I may have said this in like previous reviews. You know, if I ever remade something, I would try to avoid you know if at all possible like certain electronics and things like that. Then use you know the CB radio, regular radios, handheld radios, and things of that nature. But you're right. This could this movie could have could have taken place last week. You know, and um, exactly, you know, yeah. the, the clothing, the, they're all, you know, like regular small town folk clothing. You know, there, there's nothing yeah. that too dated, you know, there's uh, a little bit. I mean, I think that for for Earl and Val, like they're definitely not dated, you know, but some of the stuff maybe just has a little 80s to it, a hint of 80s slight. But it's not like you can't kind of downplay that a little bit. And you're right. Like, Peter, if you were like to remake this, let's say with the whole the same setting and everything. You know, you could just like change a couple of things to make it definitely look like oh, any it's any time, yeah, any time period doesn't really matter, you know. So yeah, it was so that I thought that was interesting too. Actually, the setting, you know, the setting of this town, the fact that they had wooden uh, sidewalks, which were obviously there for dramatic effect, sure. You know, because once you have the graboid like you know kind of running underground, you have the railings kind of like or the sidewalk basically like create a wave, which was kind of a cool visual effect. Yeah. The setting made sense because it, they utilized that setting to show you these monsters, right? Mm-hmm. To really kind of give you another emphasis of what these monsters were about. So I thought that was pretty smart, you know, like how they how they did that. And the, the other thing too, like uh, the entire town was a set, you know. So they, right. you know, they, yeah, they put in some work, and um, I would love to see the behind the scenes just to see how they rigged, you know, some of the the things that they made and. Uh, you know, if anything was a miniature, you know, because people kind of forget that that was a thing people, uh, you know, that was done back in the day with practical effects. Um, and right. I, I, I do, I did read that it, the, the later sequels at some point, they, they did start using CGI. It might have even uh-huh. started with, with part two, to be honest with you, because the second ones, they actually, uh, they have legs and they're able to attack above ground. So it might have started with part oh. two. So Okay. Well, I like the practical effect aspect of it. Oh, yeah. I thought they were, again, again, they were used very, very, um, it's almost like, I wonder if they used, like, effects from, like, you know, 20, 30 years prior to, like, make this movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, it yeah. wasn't anything, you know, it was it was the, the illusion of showing you a monster without really showing you the monster. So, that's pretty dope. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's all we have to say about it, but definitely go back and check it out, you know, if the other ones are on 
on Netflix, I'll casually throw them on just to check them out because uh, I do like the story, you know, and yep. um, just the fact that, you know, it's like some of the same people behind the scenes. Uh, I, I, I can get down with that because if it was like all brand new people, you know, I'm like, oh, OK, you, you guys are just trying to capitalize on that first movie. But it looks like uh, they had a good time and, and thought they can um, kind of continue telling a uh, interesting enough story. So. Uh, well, we'll leave it at that. You, you said you agree more with the 7.1. I, I think I do too. I think it is a, an above average movie. I think people should right. go back and, and watch it if it's been a while. Uh, I had a good time. And I think new people would like it too. Um, just again, because like that first half, the building up the suspense, I, I thought they were very clever, uh, with some of the things that they did. So, uh, happy 25th anniversary, Tremors. That's not something we, we do yeah, right. often, you know, <laughs> wishing a movie a happy anniversary. Usually like, oh, we're like, oh God, it's over with finally. I know. Um, like, oh my God. Why? Do you... Or, or like, ah, do we have to talk about this one? <laughs> right. Now, I, I don't want to tease the name of this movie, but recently, uh, this doesn't happen very often. We, uh, I did get a tweet, uh, on Twitter, um, uh, re- a movie being requested that we review. So uh, we'll kind of take a look at the schedule and to the tweeter, if you're hearing this, again, because he kind of dismissed it like, oh, that sounds like a fancy way of saying no. And I'm like, hey, hold on now. <laughs> That's what he said. It was like, that's almost verbatim. He said fancy way of saying no. Uh, but, you know, I, I told oh Mariano God, what the movie was. We'll, we'll look at the schedule. Oh and, and we that's will, so funny. We will, we'll fit it in. Look, we will take listener requests. You know, uh, we just appreciate people listening. You know what's funny? Because first of all, we had a I had a whole miscommunication thing with Peter when he sent me the text of what the movie <laughs> film name was. Because I was like, oh, how come the link's not on there? But anyway, that's just me being an old man and like sure, trying sure. to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. And then, of course, me texting you uh, like my response, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, either way, it was it was really goofy. Um, but no, I'm not mad at checking that out. It was the I'll way I texted I, I've you I've seen that too. film. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know because it looked like how come there's no link? What the hell, right, Peter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll talk um, about that 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 text. It'll make more look, sense to him. Look, man. Uh, yeah, right. We'll talk about it when the, when we when we do the movie because I think we should. I don't I don't have a problem with yeah, that. Actually, I've seen either. that film. I, I wouldn't mind watching it again and seeing what's up with that. Sure, sure. I remember liking it just just fine. But um, yeah, I, again, you know, just just appreciating anybody that listens and for somebody to yeah. you know throw out a, a suggestion. Hey, we'll we'll gladly take it. We'll at least check it out and be like, okay, let's see how you're right. Like Peter was saying, like, let's check the schedule. Let's see what's, you know, what's up. How, can we, can we fit it in? Also, I, I don't see why we can't do this movie. Yeah. But why not? Fair warning to, fair warning to the tweeter. Just be ready. It, it <laughs> right, may right, not right. be pretty. Right, if right. This is like your favorite, your favorite fave. Just be ready. I'm not saying it's going to, I'm not saying I'm going to be like crapping all over it, but it could be, it could be a dumb and dumber or it could be a tremors. We don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that until I watch it again. I'm assuming the gentleman has uh, listened to enough episodes where he's like, you know what? I want to hear what they think about this movie. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Let's be honest <laughs> right. now. Like, I, I feel like he, I know. he I knows know. what he's getting himself into. <laughs> Especially if he listened so, to last year's a- episode with the same actor in the movie. Peter. Yes. Are you... Is that a fancy way of calling me an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I, th- I think we got a new inside joke there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Audio. All right. So that's a fancy way of saying bye there. So, um, yeah. yeah. Mariano, where can people tweet at you if they have some suggestions? Uh, or they want to talk me, about uh, tremor, Tremors. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Pape Elefante. That's at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, 
again, if out there, if you watch Tremors again, it's on Netflix. You know, <laughs> everybody got Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, Check most it out. people I'll do. Be, I'll be curious. Even even those who maybe never watched it, who are my maybe in my my age range or younger, who just never got a chance to watch it for whatever reason. You know what I mean? That happens. Yeah. It's in it's in Netflix. Check it out. Or you know, if you had USA Network and never <laughs> got a chance to watch it, even though they played it over and over again. Maybe maybe, maybe the that, USA that app has it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, after all this time. <laughs> you never know. It'll be the same version. It'll right. be the same version. Yeah, Mother Humper. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, you guys can find me at Podstagic on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's a new year. So if you've been listening to us and have not left us a review, please consider taking a couple of minutes to leave a rating and or review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. So thank you guys as always for checking out the episode and we'll see you next time. Bye. Well, pardon me, but you've had my attention. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.